This episode is brought to you by Taylor's Baked Goods, okay? I know everybody in this world works hard every single day. You know, they wake up, they go to work, you know, the, the typical movie that you see, you know, you see how everyone's slaving away and working for the big corporations, right? But I know at the end of the day, people, you know, what really matters in life isn't money, you know, it isn't that car that you want, it, it isn't that, that fucking toaster looking Mercedes, dude, we all want that. What's that called? G-Wagon? Dude, I fucking like the way G-Wagons look. You know, they're probably, you know, I could probably fit in one and have a good, decent fucking time. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's not what we want, okay? When I come home after a long day of work, what does everybody do, okay? What, not just me, what does everybody do? All right, you open your fridge, all right? Okay, all of our fat asses go home at the end of the day and we're like, fuck, what can I eat, my guy, all right? What can I fucking just ravage on, you know, while, I don't know, while my fucking wife's waiting in the room, waiting for me to just blow her brains out, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can I munch on? Well, I'll give you something to munch on, dude. Munch on some good-ass desserts made by your girl, Taylor, all right? Taylor is a nice woman from this community that uh, I went to high school with, okay? And she was a very, very friendly person. Ever since I moved to, I moved high schools, and I, whenever I moved, she was super friendly to me, and that's a hard, that's a hard person to find, you know, mostly people are just dickheads, okay, this person, this woman is wholehearted, all right, she's very genuine, but she can also make you some desserts, okay, go ahead and check out Taylor's Baked Goods on Instagram, and see what she's fucking working with, my guy, all right, see what she can make you, all right, if, uh, you don't like whatever she has in her catalog? Ask what she can make for you, dude. All right, is your mom missing? Did she leave you as a child? Huh? Are you were you abandoned? Are you a lonely little fucking bitch? Uh-huh. Yeah? Am I am I right? Am I getting am I guessing all of this, okay? If you're a foster child, I I apologize though. If you don't have any parents, when you're 18, you'll get that, you know, money from the government, so just keep waiting on that day, boy. But um <laughs> uh but no, seriously, check out Taylor's Baked Goods, all right? If you don't like what she has in her catalog, she can be your new mom, okay? And she can make you whatever you want. Well, not whatever you want. Maybe you want, like, cake made out of just shit. I don't think she can make that unless you really, like, paid her a decent amount, you know? that that A shit cake, that'd be fucking crazy. I'd pay money for someone to just see, you know, to eat that. To see someone eat that, you know? Because we all know what happens afterwards. E. coli and stuff, you die. Someone who's really good at eating ass will probably love that. They probably wouldn't mind at all. Regardless, check out her stuff on Instagram. You won't be disappointed. Okay. Um, this episode of Busted Buffalo is also brought to you by my good friend Elwo. Now, everyone asks, you know, Edo, who's this Elwo guy that you always put in your description? Who is he? Well, not everybody fucking asks, but some, a handful of people. So I tell him it's my friend all right, I got I got a friend who uh, is also foreign, just like me. Uh, he's not Bosnian; he's Greek, but uh, he's not you know what's he's not as foreign as I am. You know he he's not you know he doesn't hate as America as much as I do. I feel like he's very accustomed, but at the same time, I love this kid because this is one this guy I know. What my friend it was one of the most driven people I've ever met in my entire life. When it comes to music, making beats. Uh, accommodating people for, 
I, I understand for producers when somebody asks you, hey, I want that fucking Cardi kind of beat, you know what I'm saying? When it goes, dang, 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 I bet it's really hard to accommodate that, you know? I really feel like it's hard. So you got to give producers some fucking props, man. You know, when some douche comes in, he's like, hey, man, do you think you can give me that fucking Drake, uh, Bryson Tiller type beat, man? Some R&B so I can serenade the women? <laughs> you know, and then producers have to be like, uh, I guess I'll try to fucking make whatever that is, whatever your mind is, 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 uh, trying to think of, you know, you got to give producers props. All right. And my friend Elwo, listen, he'll have people over there making music or whatever. This man is a producer. This means he's not just making music for people and they're going like, yo, was that tight? Yo, was that fucking tight? And he's like, oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Even if it was shit. He's not going like, uh, yeah, man, that shit was tight. No problem. He's a producer. And if he, listen, he's a good guy. You make up, you just say dumb shit. You're, you're making a song and you say something dumb or it just doesn't sound good. He'll be honest. The man will be honest with you. And that's the point. You know what I'm saying? A producer who just is a yes man is just a yes man. He's no producer. Now you can take that how you want. I, I don't really fucking, you know, I'm not into music, but I can, you know, I can sing, you know, like, I just want you to know that these people are never gonna go. <clears throat> See, I can sing because my dick is harder. It's harder than ever before. And I want you to know that this ain't ever gonna go. Because my dick is always hard and it's never ever soft. I just want you to know that, my little darling. And if you don't want it, you can just fucking tell me. And I'll never ever force it, cause that's sexual harassment. God, I, that was actually fire, dude. That was actually fire. Oh my fucking god. No, but seriously, um. Check out Elwell on Instagram. All right, the guy is... He, I don't know what else to say, man. The fucking kid can make some good-ass fucking music, dude. You know what I'm saying? So just check him out. Uh, he makes beats all the time. Beats are cheap as shit. Probably the craziest fucking beat maker I've li I literally witnessed in my life. This man makes beats in like 15 minutes and like... He's like, yeah, this I, I still need it still needs work. But I'm like, dude, this is a banger. A motherfucking banger. You know what you know what that means? A fucking banger. It means you can dance. You know you can dance to it and shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Listen, these motherfuckers don't know about Elwell. So just listen. Just check him out on Instagram. E L W O A. Okay. Fuck. All right. That's it for our sponsors slash. People, not really sponsors. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't have sponsors. I don't get fucking paid. But, hey, that's for the sponsors. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, I know it's been like two weeks since I uploaded a podcast. But right now, I had a set schedule when I, when I was in school. And I would, I would, I would post uh, my podcast on Thursdays. And then I would have gameplay on Tuesdays. Or like food reviews on Tuesdays. But... That was the only time I could on Thursday. So I, I always just like, I planned myself to like work, you know, to just do my goddamn job on Thursdays. But the thing is, it's not really a job. It's just like 
me sitting down and venting. But now I work from like Thursday to Sundays and I have Monday, Wednesdays, Monday, Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. So what I do now is I mostly relax and then I'll make videos, whatever kind of videos. And then whenever I want, I'll make a podcast because I mean, now I have time. I'm in the mood for it because as soon as I start making a routine in my mind, I, I'll make a, I'll make a routine and I'm like, Oh, I need, I need to post these days or this is when people are expecting me to post these days. Then it's like a schedule. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, it's basically me working and that's not the point of me making my videos or me doing my podcast. The point of my, me making videos and doing a podcast is me doing it or whatever the fuck I want when whatever I want and whenever I want, just because I don't know, as soon as I get into a routine, I instantly get bored. That's just, I need a new routine or I need to like get a new set schedule. And I feel like most of you probably are the same exact way you get, you know, you get used to, let's say you go to school, you go to university like I do and you have a job and you go to school and you just have a routine every day, every week. It's the same shit. It doesn't change forever. And you're just get bored of it. So now I just, my goal is to just post whenever I feel like I want to post. Now that's not an excuse to be like, Oh, I know you just don't want to post your fucking podcast every week. You're slacking off. Uh, really not really. I, I, it just, that that's not, you know, I feel like that's some shit people think instantly, you know, that comes to mind. I'm making an excuse, but I don't know, man, when I make shit, that's always like, Oh, I got to make it this Thursday. I have to make it this Thursday. It's like, Oh, I, but now when I make videos, it's like, Oh my God, I have time to make a video this week. Ah, I, let's do it because I've been like thinking about making a video and I get excited. And I'm like, finally I have time. Then that's when my best content is being created. And I feel like you guys can also agree with that. I know most of you are always like post out last post, post out last, but like there's days when I come home from work, I'm fucking dead tired. I just don't want to fucking do it. But then there's times where I come home from work, I'm dead tired. I'm like, damn, I'd love to play some outlast. You might as well record it because it'd be fun as shit. You know, it's, it's different. I feel like a lot of YouTubers are probably just like this because, Hey man, there's not enough time in the day. Sometimes there's just not enough time in the day or I'll never even fake my emotions. I'll never be the guy to just like always be up and always be just fucking positive and just excited and loud and shit. When in reality, that's not the case ever. Like if I was excited, it's probably because I'm having a good ass fucking day or it's just, I, I don't know why I'd be freaking out. There's times where like, I will start yelling for no reason. It's just cause I'm passionate. Daddy's passionate. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I just want you guys, I just want to let you guys know that because I think most of you thought the podcast was done, dude. This shit ain't done, man. I'm gonna keep doing this whenever I fucking want, you know, until I start getting more guests and stuff, then it'll probably get, you know, just a little bit more, I don't know, maybe interactive because now it's just me. I mean, maybe I can have people on Skype. I can try to talk to like fans or whatever, like while I'm podcasting or something, I'll have to set something up. I'll see what I can do. Maybe I can just like video chat with people on discord while I, you know, while I'm on a podcast or, or whatever. And, um, if you aren't on a, if you want to join my discord, you can go on my Instagram and I have a link on my profile if you want to join my discord, you guys are probably asking what the fuck is a discord? Well, discord is literally just a server that I hold 
for free. You can come. And there's a bunch of other random people that, you know, fuck with my content. And you guys can talk. There's you guys, there's people who are becoming friends now through my uh, through my fucking Discord. Dude, that's brilliant. Why like the why why hasn't that been used forever? But I'm pretty sure you can just say, "Oh, that's fucking what blogs were, you idiot." Either way, we're doing great things. We're making big strides for the community, okay? But the um what is it? What I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Listen, I I'm going to post whenever daddy wants to post, when papa whatever wants to post. If you're if you're in a big you know, listener to the podcast, it's not going to leave. Just know that. All right. But I'll never oversaturate you with podcasts. Okay. I mean, I have dude. I used to watch Joe Rogan all the fucking time. Now I like rarely do because the man just posts like three fucking podcasts a week, you know, and you're just like, how many people can you fucking talk to for content? You know, I'd rather post shit. That's like short, not, you know, too much like food reviews and play and gameplays are probably my favorite to do because it's just so interactive and it time flies by and you don't really notice but the thing is with podcasts it's more beneficial for me like it's helped me more with being a, a, a better conversationalist now when I talk to people at you know if I go out or I eat or something it helps me fucking just talk I at school now when I have to do presentations or whatever when I have to present something to a whole goddamn class, it's not even remotely hard, I, I, I used to just fuck, that's what she said, it's not even remotely hard, <laughs> but it's, um, it's something that's been helping me for so long, and like, I've only been doing it since maybe last, well, I, I started my podcast privately in like February, March, February, and I didn't release shit until maybe like April or May, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm not, you know, I don't fucking remember the dates just because like that shit, I don't know, it doesn't really matter to me. But I'll say I started my podcast in 2018, a year for a year for Papa Edo. It's a realization of, uh, you know, a career path in entertainment and, and you know, and media and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that, I, I just committed more to YouTube. I committed more to just... I don't know, making people laugh just because, dog, I, you guys fuck, if you've been listening to the podcast this, you know, for a long time, you just know that's all I care about. It's, it's my girl and making people laugh. So those are the two things I really care about. I love happiness and also making other people happy, contributing to society in ways no one, I mean, no ways and not everyone can, you know? There's things where people are like, ah, oh, like I'm an architect, will contribute to to society and make energy efficient or uh, just great, I don't know, fucking buildings or something. I don't know what the fuck architects do. Just some, contribute somehow to society. If that job that you have or that career path that you have that you think you're going to have or the, the career path that you're planning on having, if you think it's going to make you feel good on the inside intrinsically... All right, it gives you that good intrinsic uh, intrinsic reward, dude. Then do it. Why the fuck not? You know, I was having this conversation with my my girlfriend like last night, and I was telling her, you know, she was saying about my career for comedy. She's like, I, you know, I feel like I'm just not as passionate about stuff that I do, and I feel like you're more passionate. But like, it's just this is the thing. I feel like most people are like that, you know you go through life and you find things that you're good at, 
but you don't know if you're going to be very passionate later in life. But the thing is, you find what you're good at, you know, and you try to expand on it. You know, how, how can I make how can I make this, you know, more interactive? How can I make this more? What's the word? It's interactive, more just like. I don't know, like you're contributing something, you're contributing your worth, you know, you're contributing what you're passionate about to better, not just yourself, but people around you, because that creates a positive aura, you know, A-U-R-A, you know, that you, you, you create this energy around you that people want to have, you know, the thing is, I act the same around everybody, I try to be as positive as I can, and there's days where there's, I have shit days, you know, it's like I have shit running through my mind, too much stuff to think about. Everyone's human, dog. Okay, I'm fuck. I'm just like fucking everybody else, man. I'm working. I'm going to school. I'm doing this shit. Okay, keeping myself preoccupied. And the future is what always people think about, man. It's it's hard as fuck sometimes to just like live in the present. You know what I'm saying? You constantly think about the future, and it's you literally forget about just what's going on now. Because in time, the past, five, ten, five minutes ago, what I fucking just said, because it's recorded, it's still going to be like a thing you can listen to. But what I just said is gone. What I just said ten seconds ago, gone. Because what matters is now. It matter, what matters is right now. And right now. Literally right now. Like ten seconds later, gone. Because it's so hard to just realize, like, dog, let's just live. And the future is going to be created based off of like what you just fucking do. What, like, what you're passionate about, what you're passionate about right now should be, like, your only thing that you should be caring about. Whether, I mean, if you're some rich cunt, you're a trust fund kid, you have money, and, like, now what, you know? Your dad tells you, hey, you gotta do this to keep your money, you gotta do this to, like, you know, because now you got big money, bro. Alright, you're part of that 1%. Now you gotta pay them big boy taxes, okay? You gotta be able to, you gotta be able to sustain yourself. And pay those big boy taxes off. So now you're now your dad's telling you what the fuck to do, but you're like, oh shit, but I fuck with rock and I would love to be a drummer. Too bad. You know what I'm saying? Rich boy problems. But you gotta find what you're passionate about, man. And and I don't know, just work. Like right now, like I told this I said I've said this many times before. Like what what minute mark are we at? I've said this uh, millions of times before, man. I put myself in debt be, to do this shit. You know, I bought so much stuff and it's, but the thing is, it's the money is non-existent. The same shit with the past. The money I spent is in the past. It is gone, but I am technically indebted, indebted. I'm theoretically indebted to myself because I fucking spent money and I haven't seen any profit from YouTube because there's no point. There's literally no fucking point for me to monetize anything I anchor the fucking, um, the server that I host my podcast on, like for audios, it helps me distribute, distribute, or is it distribute? It fucking doesn't matter, right? Same difference, huh? So it helps me uh, distribute, or I'm going to say distribute. It helps me distribute my podcast to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Play Music, Google Podcast. It helps me do that. You know what I'm saying? And Anchor will send me emails saying like, oh, this fucking brand wants to, you know, sponsor you. And it's like, 
I forget what the what the technical like CP. It's like uh, twenty dollars CPM or some shit like that. So I think it's like per thousand listens, I'd get twenty dollars. I only average about like a hundred fifty listens on my podcast when I release them like on uh, release them on audio, and then when I release release my podcast on YouTube, I get to like three hundred maybe four hundred views if I'm lucky. I don't know. Some people just don't like the podcast. Some people can't really listen to the podcast for like. 50 fucking minutes. I understand that. But what's the point of me monetizing anything at this point? It's the same shit with YouTube. What? It's like, plus I'm so explicit. Fucking ABC, Kit Kat, or I don't know, fucking Twix isn't going to be sponsoring my fucking asshole. Like, so I'm going to get those shitty ads that aren't going to pay me as much. So I'm going to get like fucking eight dollars per thousand views on a video or some shit or per thousand views just like in total so what's the point i'm i want to get to that point where i can quit my fucking job you know i want to get to that point where this could just be my like my career like i can sustain my life entertain people and what the fuck can be better than that like it's just finding like a purpose this is my purpose. Me fucking working at a motel isn't a goddamn purpose at all. It's just money. It's just some shit you fucking need. It's just, you need money. You gotta work, right? So, I need I need to make this transition. But until now, bro, I'm still in debt, okay? And I have no problem saying that. I'm, fu- I'm still in debt. I'm fucking in debt for school right now, dude. I'm in debt to this. It's because in life, you make investments, dog. You make investments for yourself, all right? And finding your passion, I know it's hard. I can't, I'm, dog, I, I, I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do until I was like 20. I went to college and I was like, what am I fucking doing here? Like, I, I didn't know what the hell I was, what the hell was going on. I just like, I for real just didn't know what the fuck to do. And I, I knew I was good at comedy. I knew I loved making people laugh because I knew people would send me messages saying, hey, what's going on, dude? I love your content. Just know that I've been going through a rough ass time and your videos just make me so fucking happy. Now that is something you can't, it's, that's unique, dude. If you, like, if you're an entertainer, that's something that like is just, you, it's, it's hard to explain how fucking good that feels. I don't even know a person. I don't know a fucking person. They come and message me saying, Hey man, I've been having such crazy ass thoughts, but like your videos make me so goddamn happy. Now that is something, that's a hint, man. It's like, dude, keep doing this. You're good at it. So I, I find what I, what, what, like what this is and I've never been happier because I fucking, I went to like community college and like, I just did that. Just, I did business administration as a general fucking, um, as a general major, like until I wanted to transfer, I had no idea what the fuck I wanted. Uh, and then everything started falling into place. I was going to do finance and I was like, I am not taking three levels of calc fucking kill me. If I had to do that, I, I failed pre-calc, I think three times or maybe twice. And then the third time, I don't even know how I passed. I don't know how the fuck I passed pre-calc. That shit blew my fucking mind. I had a D in this class. This was last summer and I took a uh, calc in the summer because I was going to be transferring to uh, a smaller branch of Penn State from my community college. So I needed to pass this class. Um, 
And I got to the end of the class, and it, dude, I have a D in the class. I have D, and we get to the final. I study my fucking ass off for the final. And I have a low D, like a 60 or some shit. And I get to the final, uh, and do I skipped probably five questions. I didn't even fucking touch five questions. And there was, there was like, I think 10 or 12 questions. And I bullshitted, like, most of them. And I, and I go to my advisor, I'm like, hey, I know I have a D in math. Like, is there any way I can just, like, not take it right now and still just maybe take it at my new school? And she's like, oh, it says you have a C here. And I was like, huh? What are you talking about? And she's like, no, it says you have a C right here. Look at it. So I look at my transcript, and my transcript literally says I got a C in the class. I don't know why, but this fucking dude just passed me to pass me. Now, I understand you're, uh, what are you, are you fucking complaining? Like, what's going on? Like, why are you even, like, mentioning this? I'm mentioning this because if this dude just passed me to pass me, then what the fuck is school? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Like, what's the point? What's the point of testing me? What's the point of going through all this stress and going through all this anxiety, having anxiety shits? Like, dude, I remember on the day of exams, I would wake up in the morning and shit maybe like six or seven times, but just pure liquid, just because like I'm fucking anxiety filled and I'm, I don't even know what, what I'm shitting at that point. It's just like, I don't get it, you know? Like, what what is the point of me going through all that just so like I can't learn my lesson? I understand that. You're like, Edo, you passed. Stop being a bitch. Stop complaining. It's like, dude, but what's the essential thing about life? Life is like you learn from your mistakes and like you learn from your failures. I didn't learn from my fucking mistakes or failures. I just got lucky. That's the problem with school. How many times has that happened to somebody too? Where they're like, I have no fucking idea how I passed. It's like, oh, I do. They helped. I mean, thank you. Fuck, I didn't have to worry about it anymore, but my fucking friend Farouk didn't pass. He had a D left in the class, and now he's still worrying about fucking calc. Dog, school is shit, man. Because there's no critical thinking. You, I thought after high school, I was like, man, this institutionalized bullshit, I feel like I'm like in a prison. You wake up early as fuck, and every time you hear a bell, you gotta get up, go to your new class. And like that's like sticks in your fucking brain, just so you can go out and work in the factory. You hear a bell, switch, go to break or some shit. It's just like... At a, at a young age, they fucking teach you that shit. Subconsciously. That's what I think. People are like, you're fucking crazy, Edo. Might be. It might be crazy to think like that, but it might just be true. <laughs> it might just be true. So I thought when I would get to college, I would have more freedom. Well, I did have more freedom. I could just skip. But it's like, yeah, you paid for it. You can do whatever the fuck you want to this class, right? You know... I thought I would have more freedom. I thought I would have more critical thinking. But still, it was like, if you don't learn this, if you don't, you know, do well on these tests, sorry. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't if, if you didn't understand this, I know you probably studied like six or seven hours and like still didn't really stick in your mind. But still, if you don't pass, oh well. That's weird, man. I like, you put in, you put it like, you step back and like, you kind of look at it like that. It's... I don't know, dude. I, I regret going to school all the fucking time, so that's why I always shit on it. But, like, it, I, it's my choice. I made that choice. But I switched my major from finance to marketing because I was like, dog, like, I don't want to do any more math. I was like, if anything, I, I love selling shit because I'll go to Goodwill 
and I'll fucking buy clothes, seven piece of, pieces of clothes for like $5 because you can, at my Goodwill, it's like a bin outlet. So you just grab whatever the fuck you want and you pay by the pound. So you buy clothes by the pound, whatever, but I'll sell that shit. I'll sell that on selling apps. I'll say like, Hey, this shirt, I'm like dog, I found a fucking authentic, like a Led Zeppelin, like uh like concert shirt. And you could tell it was old because it looked shrunk. It looked smaller because I don't know, people were skinnier fucking back then. <laughs> so like I found this old shirt probably was worth like 10 bucks. I sold it for like 40. So that's what I always do. Like I, I just buy low, sell high. And I was like, well, marketing is like that. Like, you know, you try to market to people as much as you can. Let's try marketing. And now I'm learning more about internet marketing and how much fucking marketing goes into like companies on the internet. And like a lot of companies like locally just don't do that well in internet marketing. So shit's starting to finally like fall into place. Cause I know so much shit about promotions on Instagram, how like analytics work, how like fucking Instagram's algorithm works and how promotions are like how well they do. It's because Facebook owns Instagram. So you see all these analytics that Facebook allows you to see like, you know, through your content. So whenever I post shit, I can see exactly how many people see my stuff from hashtags, how many people see my stuff from the explore page, how many people see my stuff from the homepage. That's, that's important, valuable shit. That's some data that fucking companies would love to pay for, man. You know what I'm saying? But you, you got to realize that at a point. You're like, well, fuck, dude. If you can make a brand out of just myself, imagine trying to make a brand out of, I don't know, a little product. You're trying to market through the internet. Now, that's all the fucking matters, man. Like, that's all you see on YouTube. It's advertisements. It's internet marketing. You know, they cater towards your, your fucking, your in, uh, insecurities and fear. Right? Like, what are those diet pills? They don't fucking work, but they, people still buy them because they're insecure about being big. So that's still being bought all the fucking time through insecurities and fears or like, oh, take this pill so you can lose weight. So you don't die of heart, you know, disease. It's in, you know, inflicting fear on you to fucking buy their product. And that's like, oh, that's a great segue. The main topic for this uh, podcast, we're at 30 minutes here. We'll, we'll end it soon. And, um, our, our like underlying message here, or maybe our main topic of today was, I meant to talk about the afterlife, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know how I got off like on the big ass tangent like that, but I wanted to talk about the afterlife and talking about fear, inflicting fear is, uh, is a perfect segue. So I was talking with my friends last night about just like religion and like the afterlife, what happens? And the reason why, you know, I grew up in a Muslim family. You know, I grew up, I was born in Germany and I was raised in Bosnia for a little bit. But I am come from a Bosnian culture. And most people who are in Bosnia are just Muslim. I mean, I didn't fucking ask to be born into that culture. I just, it wasn't my choice. It's just something I was born into. And I first came to America and I, I, I'm white. I'm fucking so white. But I tell people I'm Muslim and they're just like, what? But, you know, and I also got fucking bullied like crazy. I got called terrorist all the fucking time. It's ignorance. But like, you know, I don't really, at this point, it's made me more wise. But what I wanted to get at is we were talking about religion like crazy last night. And I always had this thing about religion where it just, they feed off like fear, dude. Like any religion, it's like you don't follow these rules 
The same way, like, school works. Same way fucking... I don't know. Same way, like, corporations use, like, their products, like, to market towards you. Like, they use fear. They inflict fear and off your insecurities. You're like... If you don't follow these rules, you're not going to be able to live this, like, happiness in, in heaven. You know? If you don't... If you don't... If you constantly question shit, if you don't have full faith, you know, you're going to have a... You're going to deal... Uh, you're going to be dealt a great punishment, you know? At my job, there's this uh, English translated Quran. It's just at our desk. I ever since I got to that job, it was there, and I was like, "Who the fuck like brings this Quran?" And the thing is, in in, in Islam, before you read a Quran, before you touch a Quran, you're supposed to cleanse yourself. You know, you're supposed to in, in a specific way. You're supposed to recite prayers while you're cleansing yourself. But I didn't even fucking do that. I just I picked up the book because I'm like, this book has been sitting in this dust. It's not even like a proper Quran, like. I, I have a Quran hanging up on my fucking wall since I, ha I was a kid. You know, I went to Sunday school and my mom just hangs it up. I have no problem because I don't fucking despise their religion. It's just like, it's a book to me. I don't know. I, I don't really have that much value towards that. Take it out. Take that how you want. But my fear, the, the thing I'm talking about, the fear. All right. I read the book. It's an English translated Quran in the first fucking page I'm reading. You know, in an actual Quran, you read from right to left. So, like, if you had the book open, you would read, like, like you would open it all the way at the end. Like, the opposite way of how you should read a book. And you read it, like, from right to left. That's how you read in Arabic. That's how, like, like that's how you read in Arabic. And this book, I, I literally, my first instinct, just from being brainwashed, right? I go to the back. I'm like, it's an English translated book. So, I have to go from the front. And the first couple pages instantly where it's like, if you don't have full faith in this, you know, in this belief, you're going to be dealt a great punishment. And I was like, just because let's say, okay, God has made us all in a unique way. I've hear, I hear that all the time. I hear that all the time. God has, you know, made you the way that you are. Right. And that's just who you are. You can't do nothing about it. I've, I hear that all the fucking time. Now, if God has made me a questionable person and I question a lot of things in life, for example, religion. Now, when I question it, I go to hell now. I, I'm dealt a great punishment. But this is just who I am. This is just my process of thinking. You know what I'm saying? This is just how I was raised. I, I was raised and I was forced into this religion. And once you start learning about how other religions are so goddamn similar and it's scary how similar they are. It's almost weird, man. It's weird how religion, like, preys on you through fear. Now, I hate explaining that because, like, my goal here isn't to shit on religion. My goal here is to say, I don't think religion is that, like, uh, simple. Like, I don't think life is that simple for religion to, like, just be like, yeah, this is the way it is. Believe in it. You know what I'm saying? Dude, like, life is way too complex. I don't think you can, I don't think you can put the universe into words, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's too crazy. Like, we only understand the universe through language, through numbers and, and, and letters, right? That's just like how life is. Without that, you're illiterate. You, do, you, you just don't know how the fuck to interact. You don't know how to like, like interpret things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was talking to my friends last night. I brought this shit up because like, I always think about this. I talked about this to my friend years, maybe like a year ago or some shit. And I brought like this, like this thing. I got really high one day, okay, whatever, 
fucking pothead Edda over here. But I got really high and I started thinking just about the universe and how we interpret it and how we interpret through physics, you know, through mathematics and whatnot. And I thought, well, is the universe universally mathematical or do we just interpret it? Do humans just interpret the universe through mathematics and through like physics? Well, physics is like math. Like it's just everything. Like, so we interpret the universe mathematically or is that just how the universe is like interpreted throughout the universe? Like it's just inherently mathematical. You know what I'm saying? It's like a high thought. It's like, dude, like, is the universe mathematical? Like, or do we just interpret it in that way? You know what I'm saying? I should turn that into like a skit on Instagram or something. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, it's just like, you have those thoughts. I'm, I don't know how many other people probably have the same exact thought. I could probably look it up on fucking Google or something. Like, it's just, how can you believe in something that's like, yes, do good, please do good things, do this, this, these rules, and I promise you'll go to heaven. Whatever this fucking heaven is, man, your your thought, your idea of heaven is completely different from mine. Your idea of heaven could you could be you going to the Bahamas, living there forever with your family and having a good time, but my heaven could be just fucking tits everywhere. For like, you know, just hence, just for example, just oh, my heaven's just fucking titties all around everywhere i just want tits on walls i want tits on my face like that's my that could be my idea of heaven but the thing is idea of heaven the idea is like in you know it's put into your mind is this like beautiful place where you think of every you think of anything that you want to think of and you have it you like have it in your hands right you want a ps4 or you want a fucking ps10 maybe you're in fucking heaven now you can choose whatever goddamn game you want right and you and you're like i want it and you get it i don't think that's how heaven works man or at least that's how heaven is in you know in islam i'm told where wherever you are in heaven you just you are granted these things like you think of something that you want and you're given it and it's just like why it's like in life you're you you learn that like in life when you want something you work hard for it because that's the only way unless you're rich and shit just gets given to you and then you realize this isn't life. This is just me being spoiled. Why am I sad? That's uh, that's the reality of life. So that's why I'm not really a big fan of like religion. But don't let my idea, my ideologies about it. If you're religious, dude, and if it makes you a better person, if religion, if it makes you a better person, if you if you think that it, it's good for you, if you think that it just helps you feel fucking good, it makes you better towards society it makes you contribute like a lot better you're more positive you don't use it negatively then dude fuck yeah i'm all for that but just know i want to be able to live with other people i want to be able to just have my ideologies have my opinions on something and i want to be able to just live amongst each other co-aside co all right and not have to just talk about it i mean if we, i can I'm, I'm expressing my ideologies because it's my fucking podcast. I got to say where the fuck I want. If you come to my podcast and you don't like the way I, I'm talking, you can always just not listen. But the thing is, what's important is you can listen to me. Think of my ideologies, you know, just take in my opinions and formulate your own about mine and say, hey, you know what? That's the way you think. I know you're still a great person. You're really nice. Um, you have a fat cock. <laughs> 
You have a... You're just... You're a good person. So I have nothing against that. So I want to be able to live with you. And this isn't a thing that makes us like who we are. Like, of course, you have opinions and you have ideologies that like you run off on. You know, a lot of people, their morals are just print... Like, dog, I, I, I grew up on morals in Islam. I grew up on not hating anybody... I, I learned to never be racist towards anybody, no matter what. I don't give a fuck if you're yellow, blue, green, gay as fuck. I don't give a shit because your life isn't mine. It never will be. So why should I ever care? Or why sh- or my opinion about you should never even be a problem. It, it should never be your business. You know what I'm saying? That like, I feel like so many people will probably talk shit on me. But who cares? It's not my business what their opinion is about me. Because their opinion could be you know, grand or it could be shit. I would like to be, I would like for it to be grand because, you know, I, I don't like having shitty opinions on other people because maybe my perception on them is false. And I hate, the thing is you can't, I feel like what, you can't control your thoughts. No matter, no matter what, your thoughts just pop up in your mind. You're like, where the fuck did that come from? Right? My perception on somebody could be completely different. I think maybe they're a shitty person, but really they could be great. So that's why when a, a negative thought about a person comes into my mind, I kind of just I try to dismiss it as much as I can unless there's evidence behind that thought about a person, my perception on a person, maybe they're a shitty person. And I know for a fact they did this thing or they acted this way, but now they're, you know, how everybody should probably think. But if I, if I hear something about somebody kind of like a rumor, then I kind of stray away because I'm like, "Ah, I don't know if that's true. Unless somebody says like, Oh no, they said this. And like, they were there, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, um, how do I even get off this, on this tangent? My opinions on, on, on religion should never, ever try to change yours. And if it does, my, that wasn't my goal. My goal is for me to like express my ideologies because it's hard for me. I, I want to be able to connect with other people who are probably thinking like, how, like, you know, how I am, like how I am thinking right now. Like, you know, it's just, it's hard. I, my parents are so damn religious, but dude, like, it's just not who I am, dog. It's, 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 it's hard to explain sometimes that it's, um, it's just weird. It's weird, man. I, when you grow up in, in a very religious, you know, house, especially that's like almost built into culture. But the thing is my Bosnian culture should never entail religion. My Bosnian culture is fucking me eating greasy food. Cause that's what it really is. Um, the music that we listen to folk, like dance, that that's culture. You should never tie religion with culture because religion is spread out through all cultures. It's not indebted or it's not like fucking deep and within a culture. Like it, that's not a thing. Like the same thing with, uh, my, my girl always makes, makes this point where people think Sharia law is, is part of Islam. When, I mean, it says in the book where like women should be able, you know, should be covered, but you know, like when they're praying or whatever, when they're like out, you know, like in Islam, they say this should be covered, but they don't say fucking women can't do anything. They can't like, they get their clits fucking cut off or some shit. Or when women can't drive or anything like that, that's not sure. That's not Islam. That's literally the middle East and being 500 fucking years old, like just not an updated country. You know what I'm saying? It's people tie that shit together. And that's the problem. Like the, that's it. Culture is completely different from religion, dog. Like, that's why when I'm like, I say I'm Bosnian and like, I, I, I say like, Oh, I grew up Muslim, but it's hard to say like, Oh, like, are you Muslim? I'm like, no, not really. Because if for me to be Muslim, I have to, you know, have 
full faith, you know? It's like there's this recite, like recite, you know, this is the first time people are going to hear me like speak Arabic. It's just like, Ashadu in la ilaha illallah, Ashadu in the Muhammad Rasulullah, like all that. It, I forget. See, I'm so like non religious. Like, I'm on the spot. So, like, I'm, I, I couldn't think of it. I'm nervous. But there's that's a recital saying, like, I only believe in God and Prophet, is, I mean, and Muhammad is his only prophet, or Muhammad is his prophet. But the thing is, in Islam, there's like other prophets too. Like Jesus is in Islam is a prophet, and his name is in in uh, the Quran is Isa. That's like Arabic. His name was it's Jesus. He's not the Lord. He's not God's son. He's just a prophet. That's what in Islam, like you know what I'm saying, like. But it's so contradicting with other religions. But they're always so similar as well. So it's like, how can this religion be numero uno? When there are so many other cool-ass religions out there, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the whole thought of reincarnation, people think like, oh, if you're, in a, if you're a good person in life, then you come back as a lion. Oh, you, I, if anything, I, if I was a good person in life, I want to come back as a fucking, like, you know, interdimensional being or some shit that's just more enlightened or something. I don't want to come back as a fucking lion and just, be starving all goddamn day and having to kill shit with my bare hands. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I think reincarnation is you living in another life because you die. For example, let's say you die. Oh, let's say I die. So I lived a life as an immigrant. I lived a life as, you know, not that being rich, not being that rich, but like I was still humble. I have what I have, a fucking roof over my house. I have a bed. I have food. So I'm humble as shit. I'm lucky as hell in life. I'm way luckier than some people. But let's say I die and I get reincarnated as a person who's even less, you know, less wealthy, less, you know, fortunate. You know, that's just like reincarnation, I feel like, is being thrown at, thrown into different lives, but not all the fucking time. I feel like after you lived all the lives that are possible, you know, all the lives that are like different that, you know, because this is the thing. You get reincarnated as a rich fuck. You go through problems that rich people have to go to. I mean, go through, you know, rich people problems, bro. There's like, there, it's like everybody has problems. So like, I feel like after like living so many lives, being reincarnated, you become more enlightened. Like your soul becomes more enlightened and you realize everyone's the same and everyone's like connected in a way. So like this man-made thing like money and, and being elite and fucking being, trying to be the top percent of just out of everybody else, like having life being a competition when really it's just, that should never be the main thing in life because you're going to die. You you have a limited span. All right. None of us asked to be born here, man. We all just fucking popped out and we're just chilling now. And some people were born poor. Some people were rich. Some people were born fucking less fortunate. Some people are just unlucky. Like they're crippled or something. And that shit sucks. So I feel like reincarnation. So it makes so much more sense because yeah, what was that saying? It's like, you don't, you know, pass through the next, like, phase in life until you lived everyone's life. But it's not like everybody's life on earth. It's like every, you know, circumstance of, like, lives, you know? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry if I'm being uh, very hard to understand, but that's, like, what I heard. It's like you pass on through the next level, the new next phase in life through just, um just being becoming more enlightened like through different lives like i don't know i just thought reincarnation in that way was 
just cool as fuck to me. I, I like that's why reincarnation is like so awesome. And the afterlife of I don't know, religion, dog. Like they like corporations, man. Like they're literally like corporations. They feed on your fear and your insecurities so you do what they say. Follow this book or else you fucking go to hell. It's like dog. Imagine that. Imagine you being such a nice person. You probably donate. You probably help with your community. You're just a good-ass guy. But maybe you're not religious. Because you're like, I don't know. I, I just can't really get into it. Then God's like, hell. Sorry. Hell. Like, dog, I do such great stuff for everybody. Like, And I don't even do it just to, like, you know, have that, like, thing to help me, like, get into heaven. It's like, let's say you just do it because, like, you feel good about it. Let's say you donate. Like, dog. I always go on GoFundMe, and whenever I see someone who just is in need, I'll donate. Because, like, what the fuck? I, they need it more than I do at the moment. I could save the money and be like, oh, I could save it and invest, get more money. as, as I can. Um, but I'm like, hey, man, somebody else needs this. And I can help in a small way, and I feel good about it. And I'm not even doing it to be like, oh, that's fucking heaven points right there. It's like, I'm just doing it just to do it. Because it feels right. It's like, it's just the right thing to do. It's like, um, if somebody stole fucking bread from your store to feed their kids, what's the right thing to do? Call the cops or just be like, dude, they're like, it's, what are they doing? They're, they're, they're trying to like fucking keep their kids fed. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a loaf of bread. That's like probably fucking worth 10 cents and they sell it for a dollar 50. But like, you know what I'm saying? Sorry if you hear the, the train, ladies and gentlemen. The train is, uh, I live by a train railroad, I mean. But, like, that's, that's my point, man. Like, how am I, how am I gonna be going to hell when, like, I just, like, I strive to be just a good person to everybody that deserves it. You know what I'm saying? Just because I don't believe in this ideology, like, dog, no one has died and came back and was like, this is it. Guys, this is the fucking thing right here, dude. This is what you need to believe in. It's never happened. Sorry. People have had near-death experiences seeing the light, and they're like, instantly think of, like, religion because it was, like, input, it was input, it was put in their fucking mind as a kid. That, oh, when you see the white light, that's God. But tell me why when people see a light, everything in their mind, like, I was talking to this old woman named Diane, and she works with me at my job. And she was telling me she was going through surgery and she said that she died, I think twice or three times. She like died and came back. So I asked her, I was like, so Diane, did you have any, you know, experiences? And like, you know, like, did you see the light? You know, I asked as a joke and she was like, actually, yes. I was like, well, fuck Diane. Like, what was it like? Like, tell me. And she said, it felt very warm. It felt very euphoric almost. But at the same time, everything was telling her not to go towards the light. Everything was telling her not to do it. To come back here. You know? Everything was telling her like not to come like not to leave not to leave, just to go into light. Everything was telling her to stay. So she did. Now you can't explain that shit, man. What does that mean? What does that mean? Everybody wants to go into the light. You ever watch the Sopranos episode? There's this episode in Sopranos where he, I think he, uh, his, un his uncle shoots him 
because the motherfucker has Alzheimer's. And he shoots him because he just he's freaking out. He hears him in his house. He takes a gun out, shoots Tony. And Tony's bleeding out. And the next episode is just uh, Tony living another life. Like, it's just him having a dream in this coma. And in the dream, he ends up going to this house where the house is, has this bright light coming out. And, you know, everything is, like, almost telling him not to fucking go. Like, he just doesn't want to go, but... People are forcing him. Like, there's characters that are in that they're in that scene. They're like, "Hey, man, like, go, like, just go inside." But shit, like, you hear, you hear, like, his kids saying, "Dad, like, come back," or shit like that. You know, it's a common thing. You can't explain that, dude. But for people to like take advantage of that and be like, "Yes, that's the light, dude. That's heaven. That proves our fucking shitty ideology." Sorry, not shitty ideology. Just it proves our ideology. That's what I don't like, man. Okay? What's our minute mark here? 52 fucking minutes. Jesus Christ, man. How do you guys like... For the people listening to this like all the way, if you fuck with this and you listen all the t- all the time, thank you so much, man. But I don't know, dude. The afterlife is... If anything, it's complex. It's not what we really think it is. It's not what most of us in this world think it is. There's billions of people... Following religions, billions of Muslims, billions of Christians that follow it. But is that the truth, man? I, I, I just, I, I can't, I, I don't know. And I had a friend who, uh, was, who was in chemistry and, or biology. And he learns about, you know, what makes up a person and what makes up like the fibers of your, of your existence. And, and it's always like proteins, it's like proteins like come together to make your body and like when you are a baby and shit like and there's specific proteins that only connect to other specific proteins and a lot of people who are like you know who go into biology they become more they become more religious because then they're like there's no way this is a coincidence like something has had to have made this uh, sequence of proteins to be able to make humans and and shit it's like it isn't just like a coincidence or like uh or um. A sequence, a sequence of events that led to this protein being made to like make this person. And they think, oh, God has had to have made this like the way it is. But it's like, why? Why does it have to be God? Why does it have to be just a one or a being who has constructed these proteins in such a way to be able to make humans? It's like, how come it just like couldn't have happened naturally in a way? Or like, that just happens like naturally in in every like life that's like um a thing in 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 you know in the universe it's like oh god has had to have made this thing or has have ha- has had to have made these proteins so people could be like you know created i understand why people are religious like that they dive more into science and then like science is almost like interconnected with religion in a weird way science itself is a fucking religion it's an ideology you know, but the afterlife, man, it's very fucking unique. I, I just don't really think it's the way people think it is. You know, I, I was hearing this thing about the, like people who used to live in the Amazon rainforest and like, um, in the rainforest, like they like, they, they lived amongst each other. They were civilized. They had a civilization blooming before fucking Spain came and killed them all off with, disease right because they're finding things in the amazon like what is it called let me see let me look it up real quick 
It's called, uh, it's a specific way of planting. It's called Terra Preta. Okay. So there's this way on YouTube right now. People are probably seeing this. Terra Preta is, um, this, this planting, uh, technique where people use bamboo, like people use bamboo in the back in the day for this, but what it is, is in the Amazon, the soil at the bottom of the, I mean, at the ground level is just shit. There's no nutrients underneath because it's so like, just dead. It's just too wet. You know, there's no like balance of, you know, of, uh, moisture and soil. So the topsoil in the Amazon is shit. So what they had to do was literally poke a fucking bamboo stick. If you, if for people at home listening, like on YouTube right now, you can see there's a stick that goes through the topsoil and reaches like the lower levels of like underneath. So it gets to the richer soil. Now that's called Terra Preta. If you can look, you can look it up. If you're listening to this right now, it's T E R R A space P R E T A. And what Terra Preta is, it's people back in the day in there were civilizations now that people were finding out that lived in the Amazon. Millions of people. Because now they're finding man-made canals and shit through the Amazon. And people say, oh, it happened naturally through just runoffs. And I'm like, there's literally like religious like fucking shit found underneath the ground. Like 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 uh, sculptures of shit like that you just can't explain. But Terra Preta is just another you know, example of there was human civilization in the Amazon. Most people think the Amazon just is this fucking man-made, oh, not man-made, just this natural fucking rainforest that has been just been, you know, been uh, accumulating over just thousands and thousands of years when really, like, people have been planting just man-made plants, fucking fruits and shit in the Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many people fucking lived in the Amazon. But the thing is what... What I thought was crazy, I heard Graham Hancock talk about this. I know people say, oh, he's a pseudoscientist, blah, blah, blah. But this is the thing. I heard this motherfucker talking about uh, a different religion that people used to believe in who lived in like ancient civilizations. And they believed in this thing where in life, you're, this is the stage in life right now, this is like a dimension. Where we, what we live in right now is in itself is its own dimension. And people say we live in, I think this is the fifth dimension that we live in or the fourth? I, no, sorry. We live in the fourth dimension. Our dreams are the fifth dimension and you can reach the sixth dimension through DMT. Shout out Joe Rogan. Or you can reach uh, that stage through ayahuasca and other powerful psychedelics and, and herbal liquids like that that are, come all from the earth. You fucking do shrooms, that shit's natural. It, it's made naturally. And it's crazy how shrooms, mushrooms literally... Intake carbon, intake oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide just like we do. Now that's fucking creepy. But back to my, back to my thing. Hold on, let me pull up, if if I can pull up something to, um, fucking Verizon messaging me and telling me to spend more money. Uh, There's this thing I looked up where this, um, hold on. So, so there is this excavators uncover this thing called Gobelki, uh, Gobekli Tepe. I'm assuming, I forget where the fuck, hold on, let me see where Gobekli Tepe is, let me see where that is, um, Gobekli Tepe is an archaeologist site in the southeastern Antonalia, Anatolia region of Turkey, alright, and, um, what these guys found were just these T-shaped pillars, 
over five meters, 16 feet high, typically stand in the middle of the ring with smaller pillars facing them. Some of these stones are decorated with reliefs of animals that once lived in the area. This area is known as an enclosure. D features birds, while others emphasize animals such as snakes, foxes, boars, or wildcats. The centerpiece, uh, that just talks about Graham Hancock's like idea of, of his book. But, like, they're finding these weird, like, religious scriptures that, like, have never been found before. Just out of nowhere, they're finding it now because people are like, fuck, dog, there's ancient civilizations believed in some crazy shit. So Graham Hancock was talking on Joe Rogan's podcast and said that these people, like, in their lives, in this dimension, right, this fifth dimension, or this fourth dimension that we live in, we experience challenges, almost like, uh, hmm, almost like uh, fate challenges, like shit that just happens out of fate. People really believe in fate. I believe in fate. There's some shit that happens that you just can't, like, you can't really believe why it happened. You can't believe, like, how it happened, but it happened and it helped you in a way. It could be like another high enlightened being in a different dimension helping you out. I'll get to that in a second. But they believed that in this dimension, you get to just live like live through these challenges and you become a more enlightened person, right? You become more enlightened. You become more um, rich in, like with your soul to the point where after you die, if you've reached that enlightened point, you... Get sh- your soul gets shipped through off uh, through this through space. You know it gets shot up, and I forget which star. I think it was the Orion or some shit. And I don't know why they believe in this, but a, a shit ton of other ancient like civilizations, not even in the Amazon, but otherwhere else in 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 the world, believed in this as well. Where you get shot up in, in into the in, into space, and then you start traveling through the universe, and now you're in a different dimension. This could be the sixth dimension, seventh dimension. I don't fucking know. So maybe you're in the sixth dimension, and now you're in this next dimension. Now what's the what's next? Now the universe throws you more complex challenges, more other shit to be. So you become more enlightened in that dimension, so you can get shipped off, maybe the seventh or eighth dimension. Now you're doing other challenges and going through different things in life, or different things, different things in that stages of that dimension that make you become more enlightened. All right, I hope I'm, hopefully I'm making like a little sense here, but at this point, when you become more enlightened, now you're fucking traversing the universe, you know, and you're going through different challenges. This almost sounds like DMT, like people who do DMT. I never done it. I've read shit on Reddit about it. I don't think I'm going to do it anytime soon. Okay. I just don't think I'm prepared enough. I don't think I'm stable in life enough to do that. I want to be able to be like 30 or who knows. I'll, I'll see you in the future when the fuck I'm going to do it, man. But it's interesting as shit because most people's like uh, stories of DMTs, like you know, they smoke enough and they enter this almost like this this vehicle that travels, like you know, that helps them travel through the universe and they see shit they never seen before. That's so beautiful that wait, they wake up and they're fucking crying, like tears of joy, of euphoria is rushing through their body because they've never seen anything this beautiful. It's because I don't think our fucking eyes are capable enough to to see shit that, like, is in really in, in the universe, like, I'm trying to explain this and, like, not be, like, sounding crazy, but, like, it sounds so similar to that belief, you know what I'm saying, most people, they do DMT, they say they enter this almost like a cart, almost like a vehicle, and, like, they get literally shipped through the universe, almost, and they see what it really fucking is, and they see how it's so beautiful, 
That sounds literally what that religion, that sounds like what that religion is. And I, I had this epiphany the other day about it, you know? So I'll talk about that as well. So these people believed, so when you, after you die, you become more enlightened and you reach the next stage, this next dimension in life where you're just a higher being to the point where you have power over the lower dimension dimensions and you just can help in a way. So this is, that's my perfect segue towards this. So I heard this dude, this guy used to be on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast a lot. I forget his fucking name. I think he was like the CEO of Onnit or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like this is, I forget what his name is. But this dude did ayahuasca, right? He did ayahuasca. I forget what he was. He was in Peru or some shit. But he, he drank a whole cup at like once. He did it like the first night and did only like half. And he didn't really like reach the stage he wanted. He didn't want, you know, he didn't reach that like, I don't know. He just didn't fucking trip how, as much as he wanted, right? So the next night, or maybe he took a break and then did it again. But he told the shaman, he was like, I want to drink all of it. You know, he was like, I want all of it. And this dude's going through some just different stages of dimensions. And he went through like DMT like stage and like seeing some crazy fucking shit. But at one point, at one point he tells, uh, he gets to like the last stage, this dimension. Like, you know, he's, he's in this ayahuasca trip and he gets to this last stage. The last stage is complete infinite in his own words. I'm, I'm sure maybe some of you even heard this story. But he reaches this infinite part where anything he thinks of just comes about in front of him. Almost like what people think heaven is. Weird correlation right there. Maybe it was just um, dudes did a little bit too many drugs and then turned it into a religion. <laughs> Who knows? But hey, this guy... To think, you know, he, he can think of anything and it pops up in front of him. And how generous this guy is. Ready? Listen to this. This guy thinks of his friend who was recently in a car accident. He's like, I want to see if my friend's doing well. And he thinks of his friend in that moment. And he sees his friend in, you know, in time. He sees him at a bar. And he's and his friend is at a bar. He seems like he's happy. There's a lot of other his, of his friends there, like, hanging out with him. But he's like, I want to see if my friend's actually doing okay. Like, he looks like he's doing okay on the outside. Let's see how he's doing on the inside. So, he looks deeper inside him and he sees this, what he, you know, this is him explaining what he saw. He sees this black, almost like, like just muck. Just, um, that's the best word I can describe. Just black, dark energy. And he goes like, hey, I want to see if I can just remove that from him, you know? Maybe that'll like help him out. Maybe that'll do something. And he re he removes it from him. And he's like, okay, hope that did something. You know what I'm saying? And then what else he thought about was um his his uh his like what like his um his company. I think I'm pretty sure it's on it. If I'm not like mistaken, dude, I'm pretty sure he's like a co CEO or I want, either way. He thinks of his you know of his company in in ways he never thought of before and how to like expand his his uh his company and do like do it in a way that like he never thought of before and then you know a year or two later now i'm pretty sure he was with on it or he is with on it now on it is like if you know anything about on it joe rogan like you know is sponsored by him on it is a booming con uh, company now low-key booming you know and i'm pretty sure his friend also was telling him like after that night he felt like amazing and shit or whatever, 
how you can't explain that shit, man. So this is, I had this epiphany the other night. I was like, well, there's times where people are just going through rough shit, man. You know, like they're just, they're like, somebody's going through a rough time. They're, you know, not having a lot of money or something and just going through some just problems, you know, people go through fucking, everyone has problems that they don't want to talk about, but people talk or people will go through problems and something, some small thing would happen or something out of the random would happen and it makes people just like, it makes them bounce back, you know, it gives them life again. So I thought, what if that is somebody just looking out, looking out after you in a, in a more higher dimension? You know what I'm saying? Imagine that like you're having a rough ass week and for some reason something good happens to you. You don't know why something just, you know, it helps you boost your energy in life and like you start being more productive or something and you can't explain why it happened. Like some, maybe someone came up to you, gave you advice or maybe someone came up to you and you know, changed your idea of life and you're like, that was so random. And this guy connected with me like nobody else. It's like, I feel like there's, there's those situations where I feel like there's someone looking out after you. I don't know if that's fucking heaven, but I definitely believe it's people like who are just more enlightened and they're looking out after you and they're trying to make you feel better because that's like the come up, you know, (laughs) it's not like God fucking looking out after everybody. I think it's like, I think the essence of God should be like everyone is like has God. Like everyone is like their fucking subconscious or whatever. Maybe like their soul is like what the definition of God is like just something you can't explain, you know? And that story that guy told that I was listening to, it was profound. Like this fucking dude thought of his friend and made his friend feel better by removing this thing. I like how like, I can't, I, for me to explain it, it's like crazy. I sound fucking insane trying to explain it, but like, it's what this dude went through, you know, taking ayahuasca and everybody, whoever fucking is skeptic about this shit will say he took a drug. What do you fucking think? What do you expect? He took a crazy ass drug. No wonder his brain was probably going through some crazy shit, but you can't explain that. This dude's company is booming and he thought of his ways, he thought of his company in like marketing ways that like never thought of before and he implemented them and he remembered them and he like boosted his company in the beginning because of that. You can't explain that, man. You know what I'm saying? That's why for anybody in life who's feeling really, really suicidal or anything, like take shrooms, just take a shit ton of shrooms. You'll talk to God. You'll talk to something. You'll talk to whatever. You won't think you're crazy, but you'll talk to some being. You'll talk to something. And it'll make you, you know, make you feel less just sad or just, what's the word? Like hopeless, you know? I feel like life is way too complex to be just sad like that. Life is way too interesting. The afterlife is like always awesome to contemplate and to think about. Maybe we're all wrong. Maybe I'm fucking wrong, you know? Maybe we're all goddamn wrong. Maybe this is just a simulation or some shit and there has to be a winner to the game. A winner to the simulation or some shit. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass here, man. But. It's just. It's different, dude. That's why religion is so, like. It's too simple. It's way too simple for me. And if people fuck with it. Dude. All power to you. Alright. May Allah and Jesus guide you. (laughs) 
I mean, dude, still instinct instinctually when some bad shit happens, like what else can you do? Like, I don't know if, if someone's hurt and my friend is hurt, I'll literally pray for him. Cause I'll do anything just so they would get better. Even if it, like, if, if my prayers don't mean shit because I'm not religious, it's just me helping out in any way I can. I'm like this person, like how else? I can't just be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, you know what? I'll pray for him. It's just sometimes religion comes back. It's cause it's been implemented in my mind for so fucking long, man. Like you, what else do you like do when, one of your friends is like, you know, in the hospital or something. What else can you do other than just wait? Let's pray. Like, it's because because it brings positivity. That's why I like religion. Because there's people out there who are so positive, and they're so fucking nice because of religion. You know. So at least religion, in in a way, it does that. You know. But I know so many people who are so goddamn nice, and they're not religious. You know. Very contemplating. This is this has been a very long podcast. <laughs> um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I know I went off on a tangent about this shit. I hope you guys don't think I'm crazy or anything, dude. I'm I just I contemplate life a lot, but not like in a bad way. I don't fucking I'm not suicidal. I just you know I question a lot of things and I find it just very very interesting. I find it so goddamn cool how life is sometimes, man. You know, if you get bummed out in life, just know it's way too complicated to be negative all the time it's way too complicated to be just sad and shit you know and um i don't know man life is great so we come to an end of this to this podcast ladies and gentlemen um this is this is the first time i did a podcast by myself now that it's been over an hour an hour and 13 minutes did pretty fucking good guys look at that um so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll make this podcast come to an end now. Uh, I hope you guys really liked this um, this rant. Maybe this I don't even know. Maybe just me expressing my views, me expressing you know part of my culture, and me expressing just how I feel about this kind of stuff. Just because it's I don't know. Everyone has to deal with it. Everyone has to think about religion. Everyone has to think about you know after life, what happens. It's all we all have. We're all interconnected in that way. We all die. We're all, we're like fucking cells, man. On a cellular level, we're just, we live, we have a span of how long we live. And then we start dying out. Our shit just starts going to shit. And then we die. We're all the same in that way. So like, that's why I fucking hate like, when people are racist and shit. There's no point. Because you literally, when you die, I, I can't really distinguish your skull between mine. You know? There's no fucking skin color on bones, man. You know? Either way, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, if you like the podcast, tell your friends. This wasn't that much of a fucking comedy podcast, but like, it, it doesn't does it have to fucking be? I don't know, man. This is always, uh, I always put in wit and comedy into it just because like, well, that's how I deal with shit. I always deal with humor. But listen, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um... If you like it, subscribe. All right, fucking subscribe to like on on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube. Share this with your friends, and um, I hope all of you have an amazing day. I hope all of you have a fucking fantastic day, and um, most importantly, just stay gay as fuck. I love you.